I'm Eileen Ray McCann for Circle of Blue, and here's What's Up With Water, your need-to-know news of the world's water. India's southern state of Kerala is beset by flooding, and local officials are calling it the worst in a century. The monsoon season, which began in June, has brought torrential rains, flooding, and landslides that have killed at least 324 and have left over 200,000 homeless. The region's chief minister told the BBC, we're witnessing something that has never happened before in the history of Kerala. The airport is shut down, schools are closed, ground transportation is uncertain, dam levels are rising, plantations have been swamped, and most water treatment plants are submerged. While Kerala usually gets some of India's highest rainfall during monsoon, its meteorological department said that this year there has been 37% more rain than normal due to a low-pressure system stalled in the area. Environmental scientists have linked extreme weather events such as this to global climate change. Some say the flooding is also caused by deforestation and the degradation of local mountain ranges that are ecologically fragile. Officials also blame a lack of cooperation between neighboring governments on water policy. The forecast is for more rain, and many in Kerala fear the situation will worsen. Kerala is at the southern tip of India. In the north lies Delhi, a sprawling metropolis of 29 million residents, where a water deficit, not a surplus, is the problem. Even during monsoon, Delhi's lack of water has disrupted lives. Each day, people gather and wait in hope that a water tanker will come to fill their containers. They are the faces of a troubling trend in India, the heat going up, the groundwater going down. A government think tank recently warned that a number of India's major cities, including Delhi, could run out of groundwater by 2020. Temperatures continue to rise in India. Over the last 50 years, the average temperature in the country has climbed half a degree Celsius. This seemingly small change, according to one study, has made it more than twice as likely for India to suffer a deadly heat wave. The predicted rise of 2.2 to 5.5 degrees Celsius by the end of the century threatens the lives of hundreds of millions, as temperatures reach the limits of human survivability. Population growth, climate change, territorial disputes, urbanization, management failure, and unequal access are all ratcheting up tensions over water. People have died in violent scuffles over water allotments, even at a time when the monsoons are bringing some of India's heaviest rains. Experts say that Delhi's water problem reflects a shift in water management culture, away from harvesting rainfall and toward pumping groundwater. Historically, Delhi gathered rainfall to store for the summer months, moving the water through a system of dams, stepwells, and natural drains. But with urbanization, the drain system disappeared under new construction, cutting off pathways to recharge the aquifer. Concrete further absorbed and radiated heat in Delhi, intensifying evaporation. A senior researcher at the Center for Science and Environment told The Guardian that this has devastated certain bodies of water and starved the city's dwindling water table. 
We're not concerned with the environment. We're just thinking about exploiting land, he said. When that happens, there are no overnight solutions. But perhaps that's the kind of bitter medicine Delhi needs. Some neighborhoods in Delhi only get piped water during brief periods in the day, and even that is often contaminated. Up to 40% of Delhi's water supply is lost to leaks or theft, further symptoms of a system in disarray. Delhi is working on a heat action plan, but bureaucracy has put it well behind the schedule of other cities, and there is little public awareness of the threat. Last month, the local government announced progress on a toilet-to-tap wastewater treatment plan. Activists are skeptical of this and other policies, noting that they are rarely carried out. Some advocate for community wastewater systems, while other critics doubt that Delhi can adapt to the challenge. As one activist told The Guardian, we need to change the way we think. But I know how we think. People are not ready to listen. In Australia, the federal government pledged $1.8 billion to aid farmers, communities, and businesses suffering from one of the worst droughts in a century. Measures include appointing a senior military strategist to the position of National Drought Coordinator, supporting farmers with financial and logistical help, funding local drought resilience projects, and investing in climate guidance from the Bureau of Meteorology. The drought is increasing political pressure for the Australian government to sell water reserved for the environment to farmers desperate to save their livestock. Prue Gowart is the Minister of New South Wales, which has been declared in a state of complete drought. She says the issue is urgent and that there is enough environmental water and storage to safely borrow some for finishing winter crops and growing fodder. But the Murray-Darling Basin Authority, which manages the waterway, warned that it is risky to change the balance between farmers and the environment. When irrigators are short of water, it said, the environment is also starved of water. Diverting water would further damage a river ecosystem already under severe stress from drought. The New South Wales Environment Minister's Office said the government had no environmental water to sell. The lower parts of the Darling River are already at very low levels, and a spokesman for Water New South Wales, which manages that section, says that without significant rainfall, the lower Darling will stop flowing altogether by December. Meanwhile, Australians are rallying aid, such as a truck convoy from Western Australia to New South Wales, with thousands of hay bales for drought-afflicted farmers. New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro commended the volunteers, adding that today's challenges call for better ways of looking ahead. Three years ago, we were dealing with floods. Now we're dealing with drought, he said. Now is the right time to be having conversations about what's next. And that's What's Up With Water. We'd like to share what's up where you are. Tweet us with your water news at circleofblue hashtag what's up with water.